0: Hey, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Ask Amadeus podcast hosted by me, Marcus Amadeus, real estate expert, where we connect homes, humans, and culture, how they all come together, and the top stories in New York to help you be a more informed and better consumer because everyone needs a house and no one teaches you about house stuff. So we're here to educate and entertain you on housing issues. Today, we're talking about taxes, It's a short episode specifically about tax code for property in New York and Brooklyn and why it's so cheap. Hope you enjoy. Bye. Today, we're going to talk about taxes. Everyone loves taxes. You cannot get around them. They're always going to be part of your life, so you might as well get an understanding from them. All jokes aside... There's an article that came out with uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio confronting his taxes on his properties. He owns one in Park Slope. I think it was like 1.8, something like that. He owns another one. So the combined value is like almost 4 million. I think it was like 3.6. But the argument was that between having $3.6 million worth of uh, real estate He's only paying $9,000 in taxes. And people on Twitter and people on social media, if you ever go on his page, they talk so much trash about him. He is the most hated mayor of all New York. That aside, just talking about his property taxes, saying a $550,000 house in in uh, Staten Island has the same taxes as his one almost $2 million house in Park Slope. Someone in the Bronx has... Uh, with a $2 million house is paying just as much tax as his $4 million combined properties, and why is that? As if you've been listening to my show or you've been listening to my podcast for a while, I've talked about taxes a lot for real estate, and it's important to know, and it's one of the reasons why people are so attracted to New York City, specifically Brooklyn, is because of property tax, Okay when we when you're in a low interest market the price of assets go up houses stocks everything people need real estate they're always going to need part of it and it has a carrying cost of maintenance and taxes things like this in places like park slope and in new york it favors older homes the reason why is they don't we don't tax on actual value we tax on assessed value so if you had a, have had a home there sitting there for a while say a brownstone built a hundred years ago and you go on the city property records it's assessed at a different rate a very low rate and the reason is this had the property tax when it was built so it's assess, assessed when it's built and then it has a cap each year at six percent so even if you've done renovations on the inside or whatever if you didn't tear the place down and you are getting assessed on your taxes, it's going to be based on a 6% increase from each year if they do if you get assessed that year. So that means if you have a 100, 200-year-old house, that house could have been bought, or even in the 70s, that could have house could have been bought for $30,000 in the 70s when you bought it. So you've been in New York for 30 years, so you're only paying $4,000 a, a year on these taxes. It's very cheap. You'll see this. I saw this, at, if you looked at my, instagram story about the open houses in brooklyn there's a brand new one they kept the shell but it's only like 180 dollars or something of taxes a month and it's like a brand new little bungalow i mean that's really cheap so you can also compare that with other places like new jersey connecticut upstate it is substantially smaller and that's another reason is they do it on lot so like if you have you could have a taller building but your lot is small you have a giant building worth, you know, two, three, four million dollars, and you're paying on a small lot. Now, if you're in a little, if you're in a lot that has commercial zoning, you have the potential for for more um, uses for it. You might get taxed more, but that's why they are so cheap. And Bill De Blasio, he's in um, another, I think the Brooklyn president or whatever he is, he's th- talking about trying to revamp the tax system for Park Slope, for Brooklyn in general, to raise taxes. I personally think this is uh, not a good idea. You know why? Because no one likes to pay taxes. And we're in a city where the income is, the income tax and city, we have income and city tax that's much higher than other places. So how is it that the New York City mayor on his one... Point eight million dollar house pay forty five hundred dollars worth of taxes. That's the reason why assessed value caps at six percent depends on the age of your home, and that's why it's a a benefit. And a lot of people. That's why a lot of once Brooklyn kind of went through the building boom it had in the last ten years. People realize how cheap it was for this area of the country. Now, if you look. At other places, in other cities, specifically like Denver, the taxes are insanely cheap, right? Uh, But it is the Midwest, so uh, it's a way to park an asset for cheap to very little carrying cost. And that's what makes it attractive to everybody. So that's why Bill de Blasio, he didn't, uh, he didn't um, acknowledge much and said, if we change the system, it would be quote unquote fair. So let's see, Mr. Former Running for President, Mr. People of New York giving him a hard time, go on his Facebook or his Twitter feed in the comment section, people are brutal to him. You you might not like him, just be a little nicer, he is the mayor. So I hope you enjoyed that section. If you like this show, subscribe, tell your friends. If you wanna buy, sell or rent an apartment in New York City, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, anywhere in New York City, or beyond, let us know. We have a nationwide network of industry professionals to help you out in all aspects, including buying, selling, renting, financing, attorneys. We have, we have, we have it all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, so we just talked about Bill de Blasio. We just talked about property taxes. You understand why. Tax system is set up that way, so I just wanted to understand where people are coming from. This Mr. Bill De Blasio, he's you know an advocate for the working class in New York City, which is great. It's wonderful, but then it comes out you know he he's got multiple properties worth 3.6 million dollars when he's petitioning against the, the immorality of billionaires or millionaires and things like that, and then contributing to society, social good, and helping the working class people, and then he's benefiting from a tax system where he pays almost nothing in taxes, if you really think about it, I mean, $4,400, $4,500 a year to be in prime park slope, kind of like the south side, that's relatively very cheap, and that's you know, that's why uh, New York, this system is set up for New York for kind of like having property business is because it's a low carrying cost business, high margins. You know, obviously there's a lot of liability, which people don't don't realize. But if you if you do it, do it right and follow the rules and there's, you know, there's there's government uh, oversight. follow the rules is not so bad, but I think there's a little bit of a hypocrisy kind of going on about the social justice fight in New York being very and its new laws coming out, being very anti-broker, anti, um, anti, you know, real estate, and that's not good. I mean, obviously, you need protection for people in New York. You need tenant protections. You need to make sure people aren't doing nefarious things. You need building codes, um, but you don't want to have so much that it inhibits growth. Like you know, people are saying that it's really. The housing crisis is because of overregulation, because it's too expensive and too hard to build in new york but i think we just need to step back and you know people are really mad at bill de blasio i understand why um for many reasons but you can't have it one way and say hey you know we're anti-broker we're anti this we're working person and then have four million dollars worth of real estate that you pay relatively little tax on that's, and then also have your uh, SUV running you around everywhere talking about climate change to go five blocks to the, to the gym. So that's just my two cents on it. That is my two cents. So I hope you enjoyed. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are a real estate professional or a small business person, I just wanted to let you know, if you are thinking, listening to me and you've been following some of my online content and you want to do it yourself, I also offer people consultations on how to like simply use social media to talk about issues you, you like, blogging, podcast, video, YouTube, Instagram, Yelp, reviews and how to leverage that with your business it's really important especially if like you're an older person i know uh a lot of times you know real especially with real estate agents it's it used to be such a hands-on calling business and it's really transitioned into the digital age and social media and even if no it it matter how you feel about social media if people are too crazy with it self-indulgent whatever you want to say uh it is a part of the future and we're in a review economy if you review Get reviewed online. People will just look you up because you got reviews for you. you Sally Joe is happy with the rental. Bobby Sue is happy with the purchase, and the people just find you. And you need to communicate that to people. So, just message me if you enjoy it. And you know, this last ad was the Anchor app. It's actually owned by Spotify. It's an easy way to just use your phone and uh, make that um, and make an easy podcast. Communicate your message. To people so if you if you're interested in that just uh, DM me at Marcus Amadeus on Instagram Twitter YouTube all the things or Marcus shot real estate enjoy have a good day bye